When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Fellow adventurers, I'm still in Twithic and I've decided to wander down to the marketplace. There's an adventure here called Miswell's Cellar. Your first encounter with the mysterious one-eyed peddler named Miswell involves a rather strange request. Yeah. While wandering through, through Blade Square Marketplace, you meet a one woman with a silver patch covering her left eye. She's busy setting out an array of weapons for sale on a makeshift table and is quick to engage her in conversation. After telling you her name, you learn that hers is Mersel and she has travelled here from Talents in hopes of finding someone capable of helping her with a certain problem she's recently stumbled upon. I fetch more gold for these wares in Talents, she said bluntly. But that city's a bit too refined to produce the type it required to tackle the dilemma I find myself in. Inquire about her dilemma. Mizzle tells you that she has recently acquired an abandoned watchtower in the forest east of Talonis. I traded an enchanted axe for it, she says, being replied, just between us, the axe was nothing special. If I could see to it that they'll see to it to get the old tower fixed up, Certainly have made out on the bargain. It's a slight problem, though. Your interest is perked when Pearl's told she was horrified to discover that the watchtower is haunted. The walking dead prowl the cellar of the place. No doubt that is why the previous owner was so eager to be rid of it. As I'm sure it would prove but a small matter for someone experienced in dealing with such things. I'd be willing to part with these if the problem could be speedily resolved. Mizzle produces a small pouch and loosens its drawstones, revealing eight adventurer tokens. I hope that these will convince the white sort to undertake the endeavour. Endeavour, she says, eyeing you cautious. Curiously. Oh, adventure tokens? Okay, agree to clear the undead from the watchtower cellar then. Mizzle smiles and meets you in a shoulder cross. Then let, let there be no delay in the matter. I'd like to be able to use the place as my residence, hopefully before winter sets in. Mizzle tells you where to find the watchtower, and when you're certain you'll be able to find it, you bid her farewell and set off on your way. Okay, I've got to go to Talinus. In Central Telsa, to find, to find this watchtower, there it is. 
Following the directions Bowser gave you, you have little difficulty finding the watchtower in the forest east of the city. Oh, this is a safe location. Convenient. Shouldn't be safe yet. I haven't done anything. Muzo's watchtower looks like it's been abandoned for quite a long time. It's begun to fall into an advanced state of disrepair. The forest has crept up around the stone structure. And the narrow road that once passed by it to the south is hopelessly overgrown and has obviously seen no recent use. The main doors of the tower are missing, leading you to suspect that they were likely salvaged for their wood at some point following the tower's abandonment. Alright, get explore the surrounding forest first. You scout the perimeter of the watchtower and make a surprising discovery. A dozen Broad, flat stones, each slightly larger than your head, lie on the ground around the perimeter of the tower, just inside the edge of the surrounding forest. A series of strange wounds have been inscribed upon the centre of each stone. You recognise these stones to be ghoul-worns, enchanted stones designed to keep an evil spirit from leaving its place of haunting. Judging by the moss and grime that covers them, the gore wards appear to have been placed here many years ago. What are gore wards, though? The gore ward is the name given to a stone specifically imbued with magic to deter undead, normally non-corporeal evil spirits, from leaving their place of haunting. A gore ward is normally a broad, flat stone inscribed with a series of cryptic wounds. The effectiveness of Gorwals has long been the subject of debate in the magic-using community. Nevertheless, the appearance of a Gorwal should serve as a stark warning to even the boldest of adventurers. Proceed with caution. Alright. Alright, and... Yep, I look around again, same thing. Now it's time to save the game just in case, and enter the watchtower. You're standing dust inside the entrance of the abandoned watchtower. The stairs leading up to the tower's upper reaches are in an advanced state of disrepair and do not appear safe to climb. Near the middle of the debris choked floor, you discover the smashed remains of a wooden hatch and a set of stone steps spiralling down into darkness. Descend into the cellar. Cautiously descended to the stellar cellar of the watchtower. You're standing at the bottom of the steps that lead up to the ground level of the watchtower. The stench of decay fills the narrow halls of the tower cellar. Okay, it's it's a pretty simple. So, yeah, it's a very simple plan here. Tail on the back of your neck stands on end as something stirs in the shadows ahead. You assume a defensive stance as something entirely unwelcome emerges from the darkness at the edge of your sight. It's five skeletons. They hiss as they attack. And then they fall to a pile of bones as they stop attacking. Despite your victory, you remain certain these cellar these passages are still crawling with the undead. When you're certain that it's once again safe to proceed, you cautiously set along the cellar passage. Yeah, so this is just a... It's three, three columns, three rows, making a pretty simple grid with. Oh, yep, the hell, the yep. And now it's a black bone avenger. Fight like that.
This is an efficiency attacks. 5 XP. Yep, there's still more undead to go. Just gonna keep wandering around here. Two black bone skeletons. Down they go. Yep, they're still crawling with the undead, this place. Five ghouls. They claw at me. But I chop their heads off. You believe you're starting to put a dent in the vast horde of undead that infests the Watchtower cellar. Okay, who put all these undead here? Five black tone skeletons. Did they? Did they just accidentally dig up the dig up a graveyard when when they dug this? Dig up some sort of cursed graveyard when they dug this basement, which led to them abandoning the tower. And then they put the ghoul wards round, round the tower, so that so that the undead would just escape. Okay, okay, that makes sense. I mean, in 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 any place in any place that has been inhabited for a very long time, and this place has, you're going you're going to be stuffed, just stuffed with dead with dead people. Yes, it's just stuff with them. <laughs> yeah, okay, maybe, maybe. I mean, I mean, like in most of Europe, if you, you dig, you, you generally, you can't, you dig any sufficient part of, your, of it up, you'll find some dead people. Because there's, Billions of them buried under there, and most of them aren't, aren't really. And most of the graveyards don't have the the little tombstones and the fences around, so you know where they are. Or they did know where they are, but as in this case is this one site I dug. They said they got all the skeletons out, but they didn't. They just went round with the day went scoop, scoop. Okay, job's done. Let's go watch the footy because it's the 60s. Yes. Yes, lot, yes, it's, it's within, it's quite credible that, that if someone, if you disturbed a, if you were to dig a, dig a foundation, Foundation, you may well end up uncovering some sort of some sort of graveyard, and apparently, I think it's pretty standard practice practice to put some sort of curse necromantic trap on, so that if someone disturbs the grave, they all get risen. And apparently, they that. But that must have been a while back. They're still wondering. Hmm, maybe they're in sleep mode until I turned up. Yeah, I mean, I can't. I can't just imagine the skeletons going. Until someone turns up. Like, finally! Someone's turned up! 
I'm forgetting which, if, it, if it's the do, is before or after the do. Yeah, that. Also, I presume that would use up the magic if they were just walking around. Of course, magic doesn't have to follow rules. But I think that's... I'm guessing that when you rise a skeleton, they, they can only keep moving around for so long before they fall back down again. Uh, well, yeah. Before the, at the your your reserve of necromantic energy you've pulled in from the necroverses, whatever, just runs out and they come back into bones again. All right, that's five XP from that. Yep. So I think that's what happened here. Three skeletons here. Yep, someone was digging the basement to the cellar. Overcome a graveyard. They accidentally set off the necromantic trap. And then, oh, no. Not again. They set off the necromantic trap. And now this basement's... And now this basement's filled with skeletons. And they're all hissing really loudly all the time. All the time and playing and playing loud music. Oh, no, I, don't, I don't know. I think they just hiss all the time here. Yes, the skeletons are all they're always playing the xylophone on their web pages. So that's what skeletons do for fun when you're not around. Because I know that no, that's what I do. Yes, they're always doing that. Yes, xylophone on web pages. All bloody night long. I can't. I can't stay here anymore. I can't get any sleep. And if I try and deal with it, they tear me to pieces. Ugh, gotta go. Okay. Okay. Well, gotta gotta sell this tower. Okay. Okay. Hey, I've got. I've got. I've got a watchtower. I, I don't need it anymore. It's. It's a. It's kind of far away. It's, it's a pain to maintain. It's a nice, you know, distant, well-constructed plot watchtower. Not at all. No undead problems at all. Completely, nope, no undead problems. Definitely not haunted. Not that. It's just, it's just distant. You know, I'm moving out of the area. Got a job elsewhere. Can't have it. Can't use it anymore. So I'm selling it. Just, uh, so pretty cheap. Anyone got an offer? Oh, Mizzle. Oh, that's a, that's an axe. That's certainly worth. Yeah. Yes, that's certainly worth this tower. I mean, it's such a fine axe. And then they both turn away from each other going, Sucker. Yeah. And Moose like, doesn't he know that axe is barely enchanted at all? And he goes, doesn't he know? Doesn't he know that this watchtower is haunted? He's going to have to, if he wants to do anything that tower, he's going to have to hire some sort of adventurer. Adventurer to clear it out. Unless she's an adventurer herself, of course. Which could, then she could do it herself and get some XP into the bargain. Hmm. Maybe that's why she's doing about it. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, who cares? Who cares? Yeah, got it now. Wandering around. 
you just keep three greater ghouls and they claw at me oh I, I missed the special oh yeah yeah yeah, yeah. just gonna keep going and going around yep so someone two black bone skeletons they are slain we're just about seven gold you sense the number of undead stalking these passages is dwindling. Yep, so yeah, you get a few messages about how far along you are. Four ghouls. A touch of your enemy sends a deathly chill along the length of your body. But nevertheless, they are slain again. Of course, some, so, of course someone's going to have to actually clear up these... Get proper corpses, scoop out the cellar, just toss them in the woods somewhere. Because I mean, they're gonna stink if you just leave them. I mean, the skeletons not not so much of a problem. They're just gonna stay skeletons. They'll be creepy, but they're not gonna stink. But the ghouls, the ghouls, they're gonna they're gonna. Bit, they got rotting bits. They're gonna stink. They're gonna stink a lot. You're gonna have to. You're gonna have to go over the entire. You're gonna have to scrub down the entire cellar. Yeah. Uh, I think she's probably. Yeah. I'm sure she knows. She, she'll find a way to deal with it. Ah, uh, yeah. And there's another set gone. Yeah, four blackbone skeletons. Hiss as they viciously attack. Only a handful left. So now I'm just uh probably just maybe five or so. Oh, it's a skeleton. Yeah, and there we are. Yeah, it's just it's just a common occurrence in Tyson. You're trying to get something done, but there are skeletons in the way. Okay, yep, and there's still that was three XP for that one. I honestly, if if oh seven ghouls. Oh my, that's a lot of ghouls. But I broke into a battle wage and defeated them for 5 XP. There's still a handful left. Uh, what's coming next? Five skeletons. How did they fit all these in here? With this victory, you are certain there are no longer any undead stalking the cellar passages. When you're certain it's once again safe to proceed, you cautiously set off along the cellar passage. There we are. Okay, that's another job done by Zoop, Skeleton Exterminator. But if you want someone to actually move the skeletons out of your basement, that go, go call someone else. I just kill them. I don't clean, I just kill Century decay fills the narrow halls of this tower, so that's going to need to clean it up. Probably have to well, 
I don't know. I don't know what you use to clean up, to clean up the smell of undead. I don't know, lemon juice? Probably a lot of soap. Maybe just hang, put, just put a lot of those little Christmas tree things. Air fresheners, just just spread, put, put a few dozen of those around the cellar. Problem solved, problem solved. Right? Right, the stairs and exit the cellar. You emerge from the cellar into the fir first ruined level of the tower. Immediately signed yourself witness to a curious but horrifying sight. Floating down the crumbling staircase, descending from the tower's upper level, is a spectral figure of a tall, middle-aged man. The spirit, quite pompously attired, moans woefully as it reaches the bottom of the steps and hovers there. Its, it's phantasmal form just inches from the floor. The ghost glares at you and draws an iron rod from beneath its extravagant tunic and, is, and issues a his and a hissing whisper demands you leave the tower at once. You will not disturb my rest! It hisses. Heed the warning. And step out of the tower, okay? Hmm. Thing is, I haven't actually dealt with the problem. So I'm going to enter. Okay. Okay, no. So I can attack. So I could leave, I can step out of the tower, but the job isn't done, which means I don't get paid, and I want to be paid. So no, you leave, you leave, you leave, you're a spooky ghost, and you, you've, you've not been paid any rent for this place since you've been alive, so you're, you're a squatter, you're an undead squatter. And since you've not been, uh, and, and since this is an abandoned place in the wilderness, your, your squatter here has not been notorious enough for you to claim Scotter's Potter's rights because you've been invisible. Had to be visible to claim Scotter's rights, or something like that. Maybe it doesn't apply to ghosts, and probably doesn't exist in the kingdom, it tells them. You, you leave, Spectre! The ghost scowls and tells you you cannot leave the tower because several ghoul wards line its perimeter. Despite what some might have you believe, hisses the spirit, the wards are quite remarkable in their effect. The, spect the spectral figure suddenly folds its arms and says something that takes it by surprise. If you will remove the wards, I will pass by from here and not return, hisses the ghost. This place was only meant to be a night west. I've travelled far and still have far to go. Okay. Yeah, I've, I've opened a ghost down. I mean, it's it's not your it's not your fault you got stuck in this. You, you got stuck in in this tower. That was just keep those gore walls or keeping out those other undead. But you, you I assume they're. I assume it's a one-way thing. Undead can go in, but they can't go out. Probably for that. Which probably, yeah, that's probably another reason. I presume the 
with all these necromancers running around in Tosa, you've probably got skeletons just going all over the kingdom. So you probably have these ghoul traps all over the place. Just so when skeletons go blumber around, eventually they end up in here. They, they end up in a place where there's in a trap, a trap guarded by ghoul wards. Then you put a cellar, there's a cell on the bottom, and eventually they'll go, I'm undead. Hiss, hiss, I'm undead. I'm so spooky. Run away. Oh, I fell down the stairs. Oh no, I'm too stiff. I can't climb the stairs. Boing. So many of us here. Boing. 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 Like that. Yes. That's what you do. You break that. Tell you deal with the with the vast hordes of worming undead that all these necromancers just keep raising all willy nilly. Just randomly place around the cats in these areas, body by bulwarks. The undead go in, they get stuck, they fall into a cellar. Problem then. Then every few every few years, an adventure will come round, slay them all. And there you go. And say them all, you know, before they get piled up too high. <laughs> we just kept them going. I don't know how, how high up the effects of the Gore War goes. It, you just kept piling more and more skeletons. Would they just overflow from the top? Would they just clamber over this great big pile of skeletons? Because they can't get out otherwise. <laughs> you know, just, just, yeah, just, just leave them going for long enough, and you just have a, you just have a, have a, have a, just a, you just have this big cylinder of undead that just keep weaving about, and then presumably you uh, throw some magical fire in there. No magical firing, they all turn to ash, send a priest round, problem solved. Yes, yes, these gold wards are a really effective system to deal with the roaming hordes of undead. Of course, it really only works if they roam around pretty much at random. If they have any strategy, you're going to have to... You know, it won't work as well, unless... You put these along a route where the un like you'd say were undead would follow the road to Tosa to Trithic. No, is it? They might. No, why? Because there are people there to spook. Okay, I'm going to help you out, Ghost, anyway. You find a dozen broad flat stones encircling a tower just inside the edge of the forest. A series of strange wounds have been inscribed upon the centre of each stone, and you instantly recognise the stones to be the ghoul wards the ghost spoke of. 
without hesitation, you quickly set about the laborious task of removing them. For their size, slightly bigger than the head, the stones prove to be unusually heavy. It takes quite an effort to haul them far enough away to render their effect on the tower and its lone occupant useless. At length, bathed in sweat and quite out of breath, he turns to a tower and announces the job is done. The road has been long, and yet it does not end, hisses the spectral figure, bring long eye, upon hearing the move of the wards. I will yet see my home again. Thank you, friend. Who is Brig Longeye? The Bring Longeye. The legend of Brig Longeye is subject of much debate in the alehouses and pale chapels throughout Tosa. Once one of the wealthiest men in the entire kingdom, he disappeared in a blizzard over three centuries ago while en route to Talonus from Port Halleck. Many believe that his western spirit still wanders the countryside between the two cities. So, so, so he's trying to get to Talus, I guess, that's where his home is, maybe, or maybe he's in Port Halleck. Or maybe he's tr- doing just doing some normal trade there, and it could be anywhere, really. Because, I mean, if you get wealthy, you usually end up having to move around a lot. Alright. The ghost turns to departs, floating southward towards the edge of the forest as it fades from view. You suddenly become aware of someone sitting at your feet, of something sitting at your feet. The surprise is discovered. It's a cloth bag filled with gold. One thousand gold tokens. So convenient the currency hasn't changed over all this time. Because, I mean, you could imagine the situation where you helped an old... You helped an old southern ghost or something, and it gave you a stack of confederate money, which actually is would probably be worth a lot to collectors now. Or you could give him, uh, I don't know, some, uh, you yeah, helped out a, helped out a ghost in, a German ghost, and it gave you a big wash of, a big wash of official Nazi money. <laughs> Which, of course, <laughs> you can't really do anything. And if you keep it, it does look weird. <laughs> and if you sell it, you look even weirder. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah. 1,000 guard tokens. The tower, now cleared of its undead occupants, including the spirit of Bring Longline, you're confident your task for murder is complete. You take long last look around before turning from the old tower and setting out on your way. Now back to Twithic I go. Alright, Twithic. Twithic. Explore the city. Blade Square. Marketplace. Seek out Mersal. You find Mersal haggling with a man over a pair of well-crafted daggers. But upon seeing you, she wordly dismisses him moves over to meet you in a shoulder cross. When you announce success of your missions, he smiles and bows deeply. I suppose I'll, I'll have to take you at your word, she says, regarding him with somewhat curious dance, put breaking into a broad smile. I only jest, Zoop. I can't possibly thank you enough. Merzel reaches into a tunic and produces a small pouch, which he tosses over. There you have it. And the two adventurer tokens. Wait a minute, I was promised eight. 
You loosen the drawstring of the pouch and spill out its contents into your hand. Those perspectives suggesting you are leave to see eight adventurer tokens now resting in your palm. Okay, um, there's a link to adventure tokens, let's just read that. Adventure tokens are a special form of currency that your characters can earn through special events in the game, like this one does now. These tokens can be spent in Tally's trading post, where you can select from a wide array of enchanted weapons and magical armor, not available anywhere else in the game. Adventure tokens are also used to make certain purchases in the game. Examples of your special purchases include grand residences of your characters and the amazing Crickstone, which really is amazing. During the adventures, your adventures, you'll like to discover other uses apart from Tally's training post for this valuable currency. The Proving Ground series of adventures are a great way to earn adventurer tokens for your characters. There are also special in-game events and scenarios that will allow your characters to earn this much sought-after currency. What? What is that then? Eight? Well, you can keep the extra six. After all, plenty of these things lie around. You spend some time talking with Mazel and are fascinated to learn. She often comes into, into possession of rare and valuable items, mostly weapons, which she trades for adventure tokens. Move about from place to place, she says. Closely watching a group of street jerkins and food up to a collection of where you can usually find me in Talos too. As that's where I seem to have my best luck. In all manner of things. Good luck on the road, Zoop. And thanks for everything. Hope our paths cross again someday. Your bid is all farewell and set off on your way. Ooh, I got 512 XP to general and 64 experience to all skills and powers. That's nice. I'm going to visit Marshall because there's something. I'm going to engage her and Miz is happy to see you again. And she's quick to ask how you've been keeping so. The one-eyed weapon dealer, a left eye covered by a striking silver patch, told you that she's settled down to ply her trade in Trithic for a while. Some of my traders were afraid to do business in the city, she says, hinting at the unsavory reputation with the port has earned itself. Over the years, I'm not so easily dissuaded, though. Gator in conversation. Mitchell tells you that she'd be interested in having a look at any items you can see as anything you might be willing to make it off for you. Usually on the hunt for specific weapons to satisfy the needs of some of my more lucrative clients. Interested in looking at whatever you have. Suddenly, my smiles and her eyes though. She loads her head lower and tells you she just remembered something. Ever heard of Xylor? Zoop? I have a feeling you'll want to see what's just come into my possession. That's... Let Miser have a look at your items. Miser looks over your anisotion. Shakes her head and tells you that you currently have no items that she would be interested in acquiring. Clients I'm on the hunt for have specific types of weapons and items in mind. If you can't across anything new, stop by. Let me have a look at what you want. That is, you want. Conversation again. I'm going to show her that bladed ebony staff. Meshul seems to take a keen interest in the item you've showed her. The bladed ebony staff. Tells you that the special enchantment that's been placed upon it, plus two to minute wedding, could possibly be transferred to another weapon. I've seen just this sort of thing before, she says, making reference to special enchantment. If you like, I could ask a friend of mine, who's not far, mind you, 
and she might be able to move the enchantment to another of your weapons for you. Greta, I have Mizzle ask a friend about the transfer. Mizzle takes her weapon and tells you to wait there. She then disappears into the crowd that forms the strip market, only to reappear a few minutes later. Hands you back your eyes and tells you that her friend has told you the transfer is indeed possible. She's, she's told that the special chapman's item can be transferred to another weapon quietly, of course. A fee for work transfer is tight steep, as you might expect. You'll learn that it will cost you 1,000 gold to have the special weapon trans... Special enchantment transferred. Oh yes, indeed, I shall pay that. Please do select the weapon you wish to transfer the enchantment to. The Sword of Souls, that's my main weapon for now. I've spent a thousand gold. Missile takes your items and disappears into the crowd. Only you can turn a few minutes later. It turns back both your items and tells you the transfer is complete. Alright, I've got two melee weapon onto my main weapon now. There. Well, there you have it. Hope you find it all quite to your liking. You thank Nuzzle for her hope and thank her for tell us a thank you friend. Be certain to do just that, Supes, she says, smiling cordially. You bid Nuzzle farewell and set off on your way. There, and that's... And that's... Oh, it... oh nope, not, not quite ready. Alright, I'm going to City Gates. Going to save... And with my MR one now at 132, I am going to... When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.